0: Since we saw all went and saw Paranormal Activity. Oh, at, damn! That was the last time that you like that's jumped the last movie. No, that's just it's the last time. I mean, honestly, it's the only movie that's ever made me feel that way.
1: Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I told you, I, I cried. I I remember <laughs>
0: that shit was too much for a my, nigga to handle. My hands were gripping the shit out of the seats in there. I remember it. Yeah, that's, like that, shit that, was that different. movie had me on the edge. Yeah, it was nah. That shit was different. But it was the first of its kind. Well,
1: yeah. it wasn't, but well, but but it, but it was the first at that level. Yeah, because I don't think Blair Witch Project. I think people talked about it like that, but. <laughs> But it wasn't that. I mean, it wasn't that, bro. The first
0: Paranormal Activity was is a top, top three scary movie for me. Mm. Like I've never felt like that in a movie theater. Yeah, like that movie just just captivated the shit out of me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was it was was good. That shit, that shit. You just sit in there. And they'd have that that one camera set on the yep, bed, yep. and you and it would just sit there and just time lapse yep. throughout the whole night. And you would just sit there just waiting, just waiting for something. To yeah, like that, yeah, that's what they did to you. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, I feel like as animals, like they got they got the instinct out of all
0: of us. Yeah. Like and see they, the thing. And the thing is, is you know, not every night. Something didn't happen every night. Right. So you're anticipating.
1: Or it. or something like th- the smallest thing would happen. Like yeah. So you're sitting there and you're trying to sense every, like you're trying yeah. to look around the whole room. Yeah. And it was like maybe the door might just be like, ah, yeah. like, like something small would happen, or yeah. like a tissue would fall off. You'd be like, why did that, that tissue fall? <laughs> yeah, nah, that shit was definitely different. Bro, but that scene, but it was the scene when. Cause when the paranormal activity started happening, yeah. that's when like the bass was started like, Badoo. yeah. And just start doing
0: oh, that. Hey, they niggas, they did it with the sound effects. And when and when
1: she got yanked out the bed by her fucking leg, it brought out the room. Yeah. And the dude got up trying to run after her, and the door shut. Up. Like, oh my god. That's what that's it happened. Cool. That's, that's when
0: the tear fell. I was like, oh my god, this shit is. Like a lot of the, uh, I Welcome to the Any Last Words Pod. My name is Keon, aka Almighty the DJ. And my name is Earl Lonnie
1: Hooks. A very special thanks to everybody that will be joining us today on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. Please do not forget to follow us at ALW Pod on Instagram. The God in Me. Honest to God, in each and every one you. like how I just went straight in Yeah, that. for sure. Sometimes you got to do it, right? Because we, we just sitting here talking about paranormal activity and Batman. Like, we yeah. might as well just get into it. I ain't even give you a... I ain't even give you a... One no, of them, maybe of maybe you're getting into it. Maybe you... It, uh, it took 108 episodes, but maybe you're finally podcasting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. Nah, we just talking about movies and shit. I just went to see the new Batman. I do recommend it. Yeah. It's a good movie. Um, The... The only complaints I've seen about it is the fact that it's three hours, but that should it didn't bother me. The only movie I was telling dude this the other day, the only movie
1: I'm trying to think of just super long movies. I went to go see one of them. Damn Lord of the Rings movies yeah. way back in the day. And I think that was the only movie I ever went in where there was where there was an intermission. Uh, intermission. Yeah, where they gave you twenty minutes to go to the bathroom. Like they cut the movie off. Are you like, serious? Yeah, like in the middle, of, bro. That movie was like four fucking hours or something.
0: I've, uh, I mean, I guess I didn't see all. The, I've seen all the Lord of the Rings. I just haven't. I didn't see them in theaters. I don't w- think. Which? Yeah, I, I forget which one. It, it may be It
1: may be the yeah the last one when he finds the dragon. I don't even know which one I'm talking about anymore. It's but,
0: called uh Desolation of Smog. Wow yes that i is that lord of the rings or is that the hobbit i don't even remember oh wait no never the one with the big dragon and the castle with all the gold yeah
1: that's that might be the hobbit okay well that's not what i'm talking about (laughs) because i was a child when i saw this movie and i was in there and it was just yeah it was hey that was a the ending of that
0: movie was hard as shit. I completely I forget that. He so Oh, that's when the oh, when the dragon took off it and was to, like to, to watch go, this. Yeah. and just burnt the town down. That nigga went hard. The dragon went hard. Smog went hard. Yeah. And that hard. was
1: Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: Cumberbatch? Yes, yeah, his name. What? Man. Yeah. Oh, he played the Yes, voice? yeah, so, oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I didn't know that. That's uh, what's up. Sherlock cool. Holmes from the BBC series also Doctor Strange. Yeah. I, yo. I like Doctor Strange. Like, that's my dude out of oh, really? all of them niggas, all of them. You know, Civil the next War, one comes Marvel out people in May. Right. But I have to catch up on it. And I was told this today because if I don't watch the Spider-Man movies, it's not going to quite make sense because Spider-Man and him been hanging out recently. Yeah.
0: I mean, you have to at least watch the latest one. I mean, you don't. You don't really have to watch I, but the first. I, but,
1: I, but I heard that the latest Spider Man, like in order to watch that, I really need to go. I've been, I haven't been watching these Tom Holland
0: ones. I've seen every piece of Marvel anything that has come out in in this new universe. Yes, every single, every series, all of it. Only, no, I'm sorry. Only thing I haven't seen is the new Hawkeye series. But I watched Loki had Owen Wilson in there. Um, had a lot of, a lot of. Uh, it's a girl that um she's in a uh, love cap country, uh dark-skinned girl, very voluptuous. Mm. I, I forgot her name, but I love her. Mm. Um But yeah, no, I've seen all that stuff.
1: Tom Holland out here, and I oh, heard he getting it? Yeah, well, I heard that Uncharted sort of tanked. Is it out already? <laughs> <See>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I didn't plan on going to, I didn't plan on going to see <laughs> it, but exactly. Yeah, I didn't plan on going there. Uh, but yeah. we are I already told you that shit, like I don't wanna watch Niggas be corny while they skydiving out of, out of planes with no parachute and they get, they in sword fights, making cracking jokes. I don't want to that. I, I'm cool. <laughs>
1: it's not to say,
0: yeah, like the video game, it's just not the same. Like you
1: can get away with that in the video game, but it's not cool when I'm watching a, like Sp- right.
0: Spider-Man do it. Yeah. 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 I don't, don't want to watch that. And it's like, I mean, he's corny in the Spider-Man movies too, but I'm not going to not see those. It's, yeah it's different there's just times when
1: like that's okay <laughs> like that's for that's okay um
0: but yeah I absolutely recommend that you go see the Batman that you go see the Batman yeah I think it's you know I, and I don't know maybe I'm biased Batman my favorite superhero mm-hmm. um so there's that but who's I, the villain can you tell us that or is the villain supposed to be someone secret no it's not a secret who's um, the villain the vi- I mean there's multiple villains in this movie. But the main villain is the Riddler. And oh, I'm not and we not and it's, yeah. way, How are we talking? it's way different than Jim Carrey's Riddler. Way different. Oh, okay. Way way darker. Mm. It's you know, not some flamboyant nigga in a in a jumpsuit <laughs> with question marks on it, with red hair and a cane. Like this is <laughs> <it's> way different. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of crazy when you think about what he was, what he was doing. Right, right. Yeah, no, I don't want
0: want that. I want to see them bring back uh, Mister Freeze. Oh yeah, for sure. Who is that? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, like what they just killed off that villain. He's never made an appearance since that one movie with the Riddler and Poison Ivy. Uma Thurman played Poison Ivy. Like, they need to bring out Mr. Freeze. It's so funny when people don't know what they don't know. I had a friend once tell me that his favorite actor
1: was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I was like, nigga. That's crazy. I was like, bro. What? That's like, crazy. I'm like, yo, what movies have you seen? But it turned out that he hadn't really seen a lot of American films. But he, I guess he had seen, like, Terminator and stuff like that. So he was like, oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's the
0: best. And I'm just like, nigga. That's crazy. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> That's, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, he got, in, he got fame off being a bodybuilder. Then he And then this nigga went into movies and then became a governor of California. Like, I'm sorry, no. He's, the governor or? He was governor. Governor? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, he's versatile. <laughs> Who let this nigga become the governor of California? He's
1: versatile. We don't know what he knows. We don't know how you know serious what? he you takes it. His... Right. And, and hold on a second. <laughs> Donald Trump <laughs> was the president of the United States. You know what? Yeah. of America. He was yeah. the leader of the free world. Yeah, you're right. All you're right. right. We're not going
0: to do that. You're right. It's just weird like Arnold You can do whatever you want to do in this world really. Yeah. I mean, uh, Ronald Reagan was like, an, I think he was an actor before mm-hmm. he became president. Mm-hmm. It was him? I, I'm pretty sure he mm-hmm. was an actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I remember. Then he became president and then he flooded the black community with crack. Like, I don't... <laughs> Also
1: versatile. <laughs> Very versatile. <laughs> got a lot he <laughs> got a lot of tricks up his sleeve, didn't he? <laughs> oh man okay all right.
0: We should, all right let's talk about something okay um, <laughs> hey look, man. I had to do something uh I, I I've had a i mean, this isn't a surprise. I've had a lot of shit going on <laughs> in my job, <laughs> but i've had to I had to do something the other day that just made me feel just really at odds, you know what I'm saying i okay. like, on on both sides of the spectrum, okay um i had to evict my first tenant and i it didn't make me feel good wait how long have you had this job because that's kind of weird that it's like the first time you've had to evict someone honestly it's probably just because i'm nice it's probably because i'm a nice person and i try to give people chances and opportunities um, to not be pieces of shit oh so you you could have evicted someone oh, by absolutely now. oh okay, okay absolutely um no i mean i've been there about seven eight months now um Okay. But yeah, the the person I had to evict was Miss Anonymous. I've spoken about her plenty of times on here. Uh, you know, I guess anybody that listens frequently should be well versed in, in Miss Anonymous, in who I'm talking she, about. She's
1: <clears throat> she's hilarious, but also carries a sad story that we don't know about. Absolutely. Absolutely. But she definitely moves in such a such a secretive stealth like clandestine way that we know that the only way the only reason you would ever move that way is if because you you're running from something Yes. whether that's just your demons yeah. some you're scared of something you're scared of something yeah. someone looking for you or you don't know if there's someone looking for you which is which is even scarier because yeah. if if it's not
0: someone yeah. specific like if somebody's looking for you and you don't know they're looking for you that that's that's pretty yes. like
1: you're living a very particular sort very of lifestyle, particular. yeah, very particular.
0: But um so you know I'm walking through the building, securing the building, you know what I'm saying, just making sure everything's good, and I come across this unit um with the door down, no tag on it, nothing. So I'm like, "Yo, that unit's not secure." I lift it up, right? She's inside the unit, laying down with a blue robe on, very comfortable, very comfortable blue house robe. Um just lay, got a got one of my carts Inside the unit, she's got some thin ass mattress sitting on it and she's just laying down. look looks like she's about to take a nap. And so I lifted up and I'm like, I literally said, I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> you have to be kidding me. Like what, what is it going to take for you to understand that you cannot do this? Like yeah. I've been so patient with you. I've been so patient with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I let her know that because I've been very, very patient with her. Like I have given you so many opportunities. You keep just doing things that I continuously ask you not to do. Mm. And it's just outside of the, even the whole eviction part of it. I'm just like, even if you're homeless, does that negate the fact that you have to hold yourself accountable? I... I, I don't I don't know if it's
1: holding oneself accountable. Like she, listen, she knows that she's not, she knows that she's in the wrong. She knows that she's not supposed to be doing this. She knows that these are well outside of the terms of her of her lease. Yeah. But first and foremost, well, no, that that's first and foremost. Secondly, I think when you're homeless, when you're down and out, period. You're going to take
0: what you can. Accountability just goes out the window.
1: No, I'm going to be accountable of this shit that I'm about to do. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I know I'm doing in it in the moment, but it, and guess what? I'm still fitting to do it because I'm homeless. Like, who do you, you I, know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know this ain't right, but I'm also homeless.
0: Yeah, and it's like I get that, I get that, but it's just, it just, I don't know. I guess it just baffles me because I'm just like. I'm trying my best to, to allow you to be here. I really am. Mm. I really am. Yeah. Like I'm tired of finding you in my stairwell. Yeah. Places you're not supposed to be. The stairwells are for emergency exits or for those that need to come down the steps and leave the building. Right. They're not for you to take a cart in there and sit down and sit on your cell phone all day. Because the thing is, is there's no cameras there. Mm -hmm. It's a hiding spot. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm tired of, tired of pulling you out of unit. Like, the unit she was in is not even her unit like it's not even her unit i i just lifted a door up oh I, <laughs> oh wait hold on a
1: second i don't think that i understood this part of the story i th-
0: <laughs> no i didn't just like no if it was her unit what? no but regardless by, yeah, regardless yeah, 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 she yeah. shouldn't be doing it but it's just like you doing shit you're not supposed this ain't even your unit at all you just in a random place in the building, try and catch a nap, try and catch some Z's.
1: But it's also just no one's unit. It's just an empty it's no, unit. It's, a, it's an available
0: unit. And she's just, it, it's just in it. it. With a whole mattress with in With a whole, like it wasn't even like, it's not like a what you would think. Like it's a very like thin like a, okay. pad yeah, of sorts right, right, that right. you can just kind of lay on. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, um, so, you know, I hit up the people that I needed to hit up. and But I was, that's still kind of wild because she had to, in order for
1: her to get there, like, she had to walk through the hallways with, the, like, with all these things. That yes, she, everything she, you saw her
0: with, she had to walk through the hallways with that in her hand. She also had to break the zip tie that was on that unit, take the tag off of it, lift the door, close it, and set up.
1: Damn, bro, man. <clears throat> I, I mean, listen, I don't know what that's like. But uh, yeah. and, and, and as virtuous as I try, how, how, as virtuous as I try to live my life, and who I'd like to think I would be.
0: If you were homeless.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. I still don't see myself. like just continue because I wouldn't want to ruin
0: the good thing that I do have there. That's the thing though. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like you would want to be as inconspicuous as possible so you don't get thrown out of here. Yeah. So I I talk to the people I need to talk to. I, you know, I get the paperwork drawn up to evict her. Um, She's in, she has two units in the building. And so I get the paperwork drawn up. And I ain't gonna lie to you, the day that I had to give her that paperwork, I paced around for about 10 minutes just thinking about how I wanted to approach it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never had to evict nobody before. And I, you know, I'm just just truly a kind person at heart. And I've thought about the fact that this is going to put her in a situation in which she's going to have to find, she's going to have to figure out what her next steps are ASAP, ASAP. (laughs) Yes. And I just, like, I literally paced around the building for like 10 minutes just thinking like... Like, come on, Keon, like, I, you gotta do this shit. Like, you have you have to kick this lady out. Mm. Now, obviously, it's not immediate. She has 15 days to leave. So, I go up to her. <clears throat> I go up to her after pacing, and I'm like, hey, these are for you. Mm. And she looks at me. She's like, what is this? Mm. And I was like, these are eviction notices for both your units. And she was like, why? I haven't done anything wrong. <sighs> and God damn it, I just. You gonna look me dead in my face and tell me that you haven't done anything wrong? And I was like, I was like, I was like, so I didn't just find you a couple of days ago inside a unit laying down or try, like taking a nap. She was like, I wasn't taking a nap and i was like you were in there lying like, you were so, so we playing semantics so like you wasn't taking a nap but like <laughs> and she was like and I, and I was like you were in there lying down in a blue robe sitting on a mat she, um like lying on a mat she's like i wasn't lying down oh man so we just going to break it down piece by piece <laughs> like you going uh, yeah, i would
1: <laughs> tell me what you were doing when I when I saw you and you saw me the other day so, so we can agree that we saw each other the other day like, <laughs> right. I, like yeah I would have had to start at the ground up <laughs> do, do you agree that you and I saw each other the other day like let's start there we, if you say no to that we have a very big problem do we exist in the same universe <laughs> exactly do I work here and do you rent here <laughs> right exactly <laughs> let's start there when <laughs> I saw you what were you doing right and do you think that that was okay
0: <laughs> pretty much um damn
1: man so she's yeah gonna... she's
0: like i'm not, oh. i wasn't laying down and i'm at that point i was like okay and i walked away because i wouldn't yeah yeah it's like like what you right, going to do all right like that's fine that's fine like what the hell what what's, I, don't, yeah. I don't get it yeah so she immediately left the facility um the next day which was yesterday when uh I happened to talk to you. I got off the phone with you because I had to talk to somebody Mm, at my job. Yeah. It pertained to her. Yeah. So I call my job. Uh, One of my assistants, you know, hits me up and was like, Hey, did you, you know, kick out that particular tenant? And I was like, yeah, I gave her her eviction notice. Um, She has to like, you know, so-and-so day to leave. And she was like, okay, because she's in the office right now trying to reserve another unit. And, that's when I had to get off the phone with you yeah, and call because I don't know what's wrong with this lady, but she has balls. <laughs>
1: so, so what exactly does eviction mean aside from the fact that one has to vacate the premises within 15 days?
0: It mean. I mean, it means that can they never? They can never rent at that facility ever again. Oh damn! She can go to another one if she wants to. She can go to another one if she wants to. But it's like it's clearly she didn't take the eviction seriously. She tried to rent another unit for what? I don't know. What do you? You have two already. What do you? Do you think that she knows that though? Because again,
1: we've already come to terms with. The fact that, again, no pun intended, the biggest lie ever or most frequently told lie ever is, yes, I have read all terms and conditions of this agreement. We know that people are not reading shit that they just click accept on. Absolutely. No matter what it is, an app that you're downloading on your phone or it's the fucking lease at your extra, you know, your storage facility. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. She she may not know that she
0: can't do that. Well, she know now Oh, <laughs> I didn't even have to get on the phone. My assistants, you know, they handled it for me. Um, I was on the phone like they I called one of their cell phones. They answered and just put the phone down so I can hear what was going on. She was going back and forth with them for like 15 minutes, just lying out her ass. Mm. Um, one of my assistants was like, like, yeah, Keon found you in the unit like the other day. She said out her mouth that did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I just can't believe. Oh, she said, no, uh, he didn't. That lying ass nigga. I <laughs> just, I just cannot believe that she said that shit. Maybe I can. Maybe I can.
1: Wow, man. There are some specimens out here. Like that is, that is and, funny. Like and, to to think that that's really gonna go over. Right. Like, right. Like oh. Well, we're gonna have to have a talk with Keon because I don't understand why he would be lying to us. Then,
0: right? Like, wow! Like, what, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna evict you un, with no, un, you know, with with right. nothing to back right, me on, up no grounds, exactly. so I can just get fired. <laughs> like, wow. are you serious? Come on! Wow! Come on! That did not happen. <laughs> yeah, she said that didn't happen, and I, I just could not believe that. You guys have film of this. No, it's not on film. Uh, it's not on film. Uh, but we document everything that goes on. Like, anytime we have a anything that goes on, yeah, film. we document it in mm-hmm. their file. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so she says that that did not happen. And she's like, I don't know what I did to him. I don't know what I did. I don't know why he's treating me this way. And man. And I'm just I'm just on the phone listening and my assistant is like this is not personal you didn't do anything to Keon personally you just violated the terms of your lease over and over and over again and we are tired of it now we are now evicting you because we've given you way too many opportunities way too many opportunities and it's just kind of sad, bro. It is kind of sad. It's just kind of sad. It, that's why I was pacing around for 10 minutes, because yeah. I didn't really want to do it, but am I going to continue to let this person be a nuisance?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, at some point, at some point, shit's got to go down. Yeah, like, I,
0: I can't come Jeez, in here every day, geez. find you in my stairwells sweating profusely and... And, you know it's like she just be in the hallways having all her shit all over the place you know what I'm saying Like, do you remember the last time you
1: told and maybe you don't want to say anything but it's, I'm just going to look at you and I'll be able to know the listeners don't have to know do you remember the last time you had you felt in like in every bit of your soul that you were in a position where you had to tell a bold face lie like you just had to do like I have to lie to this person's face right now, um, and 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 I mean a
0: complete lie. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Oh, yeah. How <laughs> did it make you feel? Um, like, did you care at all? Did yeah, it, cause like that's just this is not me. It, you know what I'm saying? It like, doesn't feel good. Like it's a it's a wild it's
1: a wild place to be in. Yeah. It's a wild place. Yeah, Mentally, it's just I like, like I, I have to tell you a
0: complete fabrication. Yeah, it it's like the guy uh, that I was trying to get out the building like a couple of months ago was. I can't tell you that. Yeah, can't tell you, yeah, yeah, not can't t- tell you my name. Not
1: telling you my name. Yeah, it's my, just like I am a fraud. Yeah, my whole life is fraudulent. Yeah, pretty much. I, I you'll never know my true identity. Pretty much. Pretty much. Damn, that's so crazy, man. Like she looked. She said, not only did that not happen. But I don't know why Keon's treating me this way.
0: I don't know what I did to him. Yeah. Like, you didn't do anything to me personally. You just—you're a nuisance. You're, you keep breaking the rules. Like, I don't—there's consequences to your actions. And this isn't the first facility she's been kicked out of. We've do, looked through her notes. She's been kicked you, out of other spots. Do you remember the last time you had to lie
1: and—or you felt like you had to lie and— a bit of the result or maybe a large part of the result of your lie was going to be someone else getting in trouble big trouble no yeah that's that, the c c c c c now it's a little different yeah no nah, right? i don't
0: if i ever had to lie about something it wasn't going to be at the expense of someone else right and see
1: so see these are two completely different types of lies now right. that, that we're talking about she
0: didn't give a damn about what may have happened to you or was right nothing. She was right, and dang. And, and the thing is, is like you know, my assistant was like you know, like to just telling her all the things she's done. Like you know, you. You keep getting all these units, you keep transferring units after one month so you can just pay that, you know, get the get the free month of rent. You know what I'm saying? The first free month of rent. And then you want to switch to a new unit. You switch into the all the units you switch into are the same size. Like what's different about this one? You know what I'm saying? Like what's different? (laughs) (laughs) You know, and she's and she's like, well, and the the thing is, is like she never rents through us. She she calls customer service and has them rent a unit for her. Mm -hmm. And she's all, well, the customer service, they 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 let me rent the units, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, customer service is not in charge of this building. I am. I am. I have the say-so. If I don't want to rent to you and I have the grounds to do that, I'm not gonna rent to you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Keon. Go ahead. Let them know who hold the keys. I don't know digga. you're a key holder. Shut up, <laughs> Oh, nigga just... Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nigga, access. <laughs> But yeah, man. Like it, it wasn't a good feeling, man. It really wasn't. Like I don't want to have to do that, but I need people to cooperate. I need them to do the things they're supposed to do. I really. It's funny. Like when I when I opened up that unit and she was in there, she's she's she also told me that it wasn't that serious, and she was like, "I'm going through a crisis right now," and I'm just like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You got to get the fuck out of here." You got to get out of here. Damn, I'm going through a cri- Like, listen, you've been
1: going through a crisis since I've ever known you. Yeah. And I'm certain for years and years before that. Yeah. I know
0: you're going through a crisis. But I- <laughs> I've been allowing this shit for like the last seven to eight months. It's never. It's been nonstop. Damn. I've been really, really nice to this person. Yeah. Really nice to this person. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell her. Sayonara. Good luck out there. Damn. Good luck. man. Good luck. That's all I got for you. I don't I just it is what it is like, I don't you know, man, (laughs) you know,
1: these sort of moments, they just make me I I just feel for people because I have to try my best to to put myself there and think about what it would take for me to do any of these things. And I can't see myself doing them, which there's so there's such a distance between where I am Mm -hmm. in, in that behavior. That it's just sad. Mm-hmm. It that it's just sad. Mm-hmm. You know, even if we we as we laugh about the comedic points of this thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's <laughs> this is it's a tragedy. It is. And you know, we spoke on on the last episode with Julia, I know this seems like a wild segue, but you'll see what I mean, about unsolicited dick pictures and yeah this is a
0: wild segue <laughs> and she, but, but 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 listen man what makes what makes a nigga want to do like bro i was
1: on the phone i was on the phone with dot all right right
0: and we're talking and, and she's like hey, shout out to dot i don't even i don't know if you remember me or not but shout out to you what's up she's like Oh my god. Oh my god. Like oh my god. Like, uh, and I'm just
1: like what the what is going on on your side? Like what is what is happening right now? She told me she was also about to eat, like a tuna fish like sandwich in the car so I'm just like is it like old tuna fish? Like what's going on over there? <laughs> and she was like so and so whom we both know uh, you yeah, too or you know him as well. I, oh, you know this god. person as well. I I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a letter. The, off, off the air right now, and you'll just have to. All right. It's okay.
0: All, all right. I, I saw that. Okay. O- okay. All right. White guy. If I'm, if I'm, I'm thinking about someone, but I'm wondering how they know each other.
1: Oh yeah, this is from way back in the day. You're right. Like that would seem weird to you, yeah. but it is him. Okay. And it, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they knew each other through me way back in the day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. She's like, I got got a snap from him. She was like, and he's wearing some, some loose sweats. You don't know where this is going. You got some loose sweats, and he's lounging in his, his couch in his living room, and he's just, he's just rubbing his, just rubbing his junk, rubbing his junk around loose sweats.
0: Just over there, bricked up.
1: Just. Ha- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yo. <laughs> you ain't never heard oh. that one before? <laughs> That's a new one for you. <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? I just heard it for the first time yesterday. Bricked up? Bricked up. And and this is on the account of a penis being hard. Yeah. (laughs) I was, I just, I just, uh, I just, I'm going to just tell you what, what happened. It was a real short clip that I came across on social media. Uh, So apparently, (laughs) (laughs) apparently some guy was like in a Walmart parking lot, just like, just had his shit out and just yanking it. (laughs) Cause he's seen some pretty girls, I guess. Oh my god! Yes. In the Walmart parking lot, yanking it up, cause he's seen some pretty girls. <laughs>
1: yanking it up. Yup,
0: yanking it up, cause he's seen some pretty girls. Whoa! And uh, I guess one of the girls was bold enough. She just kind of stepped out there, like, "Yo, nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, blah blah blah." Right. And so you know, he's walking away with his with his you know with his with his shirt over his head and like. I guess. I mean, I couldn't really tell because they were kind of moving, but I guess you know she could tell because she was there. But I guess his shit was hard, and she's like, "Yeah, look at you all bricked up and shit." <laughs> and I, when I heard that shit yesterday, I, I was laughing just as much as you. That felt. is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and and to use it as an insult at that moment too. Look at yeah. you bricked up over look, there. Exactly. That's hilarious. Bricked up.
1: Either way, yeah, he was bricked up. He's, <laughs> he's he's bricked up underneath some loose sweats, just like rubbing his junk. And I'm thinking, like, why don't I know this person? And and that's in. So that's, I think that's, that's what would bother. That's yeah, right. That's what would bother me the most. Right, because we can talk about this on an abstract level uh-huh. of why would someone do this? Why, what headspace is someone in to feel like that's okay for someone that hasn't been giving them that sort of energy that Mm -hmm. their correspondence ain't like that. That ain't the vibes in their snaps, you know? So, so for you to feel like this is the move right now, Uh you're, you're in a certain place mentally. Yeah. And since I know this person now, I'm like, fuck, this person's in this place mentally. Mm-hmm. Like, like if I, if someone told me that they got a snap from Keon bricked up at his house, <laughs> rubbing, rubbing his shit, you know what I
0: mean? In some loose sweats. You'd probably start to think as long as you, you'd probably be surprised as shit because it was me I1,000 but, but you also... and I, re- I'd question you'd, yeah you'd start questioning. I would definitely
1: question I'd be like well what did you say <laughs> like, what did you say to him first like what like what's really going on what's the, what's the relationship that y'all really have yeah. going on yeah uh and and not to say that that wasn't a bit of my questioning here I'm like because I did ask that question I'm like well what are the vibes mm-hmm. what have you said to this person in the in the, in the past mm-hmm. like is there anything that you've ever done that would lead this person to believe that this is cool? right like if you right. guys ever shared anything like that yeah and i think that there may have been some flame emojis sent to like a nice photo yet but this was like a year ago like a long, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not quite, that ain't it.
0: That, that fell that fell off the credit report. That man. ain't, yeah, that, that ain't it. <laughs> that's that's disqualified. And,
1: and even if, even if it was yesterday,
0: right. you still don't send yourself worked
1: up the next day. Like that ain't, that still does not qualify you. Yeah. Right. If we're talking about credit, yeah. that still don't qualify yeah. you for that. Like, you yeah. don't you can't buy that with that credit. Right. That right. ain't it. Right. So I'm just like, damn, man. And, and this person's asking me, she's like, Earl, why? why? First of all, keep this in mind, because you and I have had this conversation, mm-hmm. I don't know how many times in our relationship, I I put it on everything. I'm living my life in the way I, I never want to be the person that people are having this type of conversation about behind my back. like." I just, Abso- I, I don't want to live that way. Absolutely, I don't want to live that way, bro. Yeah. Because he, cause this person got no idea yeah. that there's a whole conversation being had yep. about this. And yep. then now it's on a podcast. Like, yep. like you know what <laughs> I'm yeah. saying? Like, got no idea. Didn't see that coming. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I, yeah, so, so that's crazy in and of itself. And so she's asking me, like, why would, why, 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 Why? in your words, why do these niggas exist? Yes. And I'm like, you know what? Past any comedic elements of it, like, once we get past the shock and awe and the ha ha hee hee, all that sort of shit, like, let's, let's think about this. Because at some point, you got to get to that point. At least I do. Like, I have Mm -hmm. to try to make some sort of sense of what the fuck is going on. Because again, there's distance. I'm
0: not sending that to anyone. No. F- like, the, like, it, you- I don't even care if it's on snap and it's going to disappear in 24 hours.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, the, it <laughs> would, yeah. Like that have to be some, for some wild circumstances, like <laughs> for that to be the case. Like, so <clears throat> there's a distance, not a disconnect though, because I can try to, I can try to figure it out. So a distance but not a disconnect. Like mm-hmm. let me try to figure this out.
0: Yeah, like what ex- I mean what is ex- yeah, what exactly do you think of a person that does something like that? And this is this is what I
1: came up with. One desperate. Okay, I can see that. It's a, it's a, it's a Hail Mary. It is. That is that is a fourth and long no pun intended
0: <laughs> that's a fourth and long
1: move bro like you you're like you're those are all the cards on the table like
0: yeah. once you do that play there's no going back no you can't take that back that is a fourth and twenty five <laughs> That's a long Four. that's the long Four. ball. <laughs> that's the long ball. Fourth quarter. Two minute warning, Bruh. game on the line. <laughs>
1: right, and it didn't. You, and that's not even the conditions the, of the game at yeah, play.
0: Exactly. Like this nigga was playing sudden death. Like, like mm-hmm. the thing is, is like that was like it's really first down. But you're
1: just like, ah! like you just <laughs> threw it. You just it's like, bro, what's what's happening? Yeah. Like yeah. You, <laughs> this isn't even matter. Of, this is practice. <laughs> like you guys, they're, they're, nothing is even happening. There's no game even being played right now. Yeah. You're just throwing the ball
0: for no reason. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not even to the point where you feel like I want to know what may, like when you do that just what prompted it? Just nothing? Something? Like what are you getting? Like what are you expecting? What are you expecting? You're not reading the room. You're not re- clearly not reading okay, the room. Okay. Okay, so this is where my mind went.
1: I'm like, you know, it's sad for me on this level too. This person has been known to attract women. A lot of them. Oh, wow. Throughout this person's years. Yes, yeah, so a that, lot. That, like I'm talking about like top tier. Like he's been known to be able to go out and like, if he wants, like he can turn it on and okay. corral women. Okay. And the the thing with that is. That's clearly on a superficial level. Mm -hmm. And so you're engaging, you're encountering women on a superficial level. You know the parlor tricks, right, to wrangle women. But you're clearly not engaging with women on a human-to-human level Mm -hmm. in understanding women and in understanding human beings. Right. Right, I don't think that this person. As I know, that this person is not really interested in other human beings, really. <laughs> and I think that, that that there 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 is a tinge of of intellectual elitism, mm. right, in this person. So yeah. now, if you didn't know this person, no, now I, you definitely, I, no, yeah no, I definitely know. So so he's not really interested in people that were like people's level of. You know, cerebral activity do Mm -hmm. not really astonish or excite this person Mm -hmm. for the most part. And so when these types of people talk to other people, they don't, a lot of times they don't give a fuck about what it is the other person is saying. Mm. Right. Like they're, like they're there, they're trying to exactly, they're trying to get whatever it is that they're trying to get out of the situation. Right. And so, so for years you're doing this on a superficial plane, right. With, with the opposite sex. And the reason I know this to my core is because if you could read the room, you would be able to read the room because you would have, throughout all the hours and hours and hours you spent speaking to women, you would have been able to glean the insight that would have allowed you to know that this is a bad
0: idea, (laughs) That This person is out of state as well, right? Right. So it's like you just. I mean, he could have been
1: playing the long game. Could have been playing. No, no the, pun intended. You know, no pun intended. It could have <laughs> been like, you know, I'm, I'm coming. I may be coming. You never know when I'm hopping on a flight. Hey,
0: remember that? Remember that, that picture I sent you like six months ago? Like, is that still cool now? <laughs> I'm here now. I'm here now. I guess, man.
1: And you know I'm bricked up.
0: <laughs> like, so what's up? I'm, but, I'm only bricked up for you.
1: So you know it, 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 it was it's a little it's a little nasty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little nasty. It's a little sad. Mm-hmm. I want better for people. I, I, I on on all sides, you know. And then you have this person that's like the you know the the receiver of this sort of content, and they don't even know how to. They don't even know how to say, yo, can
0: you please not do
1: this? They're like, yo, how do I like.
0: Bro, the worst thing possible is sending a picture like that and just having the person that you sent it to just be like, crazy, right? Like, I don't if if I send you a picture of my shit, the response does not need to be. Bro, there was (laughs) so there was no reply.
1: And then the person followed up. With like the shoulder shrug emoji,
0: <laughs> very, very desperate.
1: See what I'm saying? So, but so in my mind, it's like okay. I guess she didn't like it. But so there, there's some things going on or not going on in this person's life, mm-hmm. and that has to be taken into account. Like there's like this person is is suffering. There is a deficiency of things going on, like. Like love, <laughs> you know, and in true affection and connection in a way that makes you feel like you don't have to.
0: Well, I mean, do you think. Send your dick around. Do you feel like are you saying that based on the dick pics or are you saying that because you know this person? Both. OK. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm I'm saying it. I'm saying it for, um, for for a lot of those reasons. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about predictors of of good health. And, you know, people with money not being stressed out as much about bills or health or whatever the case is. So so you're not stressed as much. So you it's a a better it's it's at least a very huge predictor of good health. Right. And another one of those things are strong human connections like that is one of those things. The, The mad research of all these Extremely poor countries don't have much, but they have community. And there are, like, the suicide rates are abysmal. Mm-hmm. Everybody over here in America killing themselves. Everybody mm-hmm. killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Over there, like, wherever it is we can think of, where it's just, put, like, no one. They, they they come together. They eat food. They talk. They dance. They tell stories. And they in this together. Mm-hmm. And, like, having strong human connections really truly does we are social beings. like that's just what we are like we're we're built to communicate with one another and do things and play games and collaborate with one another and that helps truly build
0: health i don't want to live a life of solitude
1: nah (laughs) nah nah you don't you nah you really don't and and i think that when you start to when you when you realize just how good social bonds are you can kind of see when people don't have them mm-hmm. like strong ones good ones like mm-hmm. they have like good friends around them yeah that are helping build them up and support them and they're getting things done together it's yeah. like they're a real unit doing things like moving forward together right when you don't have that, it's it, <clears throat> you can you can kind of tell. You can talk to people. It doesn't take long to figure out. Yeah, it doesn't. The, again, the types can, of I mean, conversations they're having and who they're around, the sort of energy they're around. It's it, yeah, it's, it comes very apparent. About five ten
0: minutes of talking, you can tell a lot about a person. Yeah, man. So that's that's just um that's just very very unfortunate. Yeah. Yikes. Uh I wanted to talk to you about something. uh Yeah. So. This, this is something new for me as a parent. Something okay. new. Mm. Um, so I, I spoke on here a couple weeks ago on the Brad pod. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call it the Brad pod. The Brad pod. You got a, you got a pod named after you. <laughs> um, hey, shout out to
1: Brad. Thank you for, for those recommendations of the Malcolm Gladwell. It was him and my friend. Who's, I, it was like three people within the span of two to three months. That just kept, I just
0: kept hearing my, Malcolm Gladwell's mm-hmm. name, so I'm glad I got his books. But shout out to Brad, though. So... I'm trying to, like, navigate this new plane as a parent. I spoke about my son going out for the track team. Yep. And so tryouts were this week. Okay. This kid went to one tryout and said it made him too tired. (laughs) And I, that's a hilarious conceptualization. It made me too tired. And it's just like, like, you know, I get like, you know, he has diabetes and I'm just like, like you went, you went to the tryouts and he was like, yeah, you know, we had to run around the track a bunch of times. Then we had to do like this little relay thing, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I just, I went home. Cause I called him the day of the tryout. Like, I want to see what happened. Right. He was like, I went home and I just went straight to sleep. And he would and he was like, I just don't think he was like, I just, you know, I'm I'm not, I'm not that active. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he, you know, he does does stuff with his friends, but he's not like a super active kid. He's not out there like me and you were back in the day. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Uh-huh. He's not active like that. And he's like, you know, and you know, his mom backed him on this. And I'm, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm backing him on it. I'm fine ultimately i'm ultimately fine with it i have to be um but he just he just said he was too like he's just exhausted and i guess that just <laughs> made him not want to do it and i'm like i'm like damn jacori i'm like you don't want to like just go to all three days and then make a decision you know i was like you'll get used to it as you go along yeah you know i'm trying to just Give him some positivity, you mm-hmm. know? And he's like, I just think I want to, like, train more and try again next year. And I'm like, I mean, that's cool. But I'm not going to act like I'm, I'm not disappointed.
1: Yeah, yeah, and also train more. Well, what, yeah, like, what does that mean? Like, what are we talking <laughs> yeah. about, train? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it made but, me exa- yeah, he probably just doesn't know what sports are. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know what sports are. I like, yeah. that's exactly what it is, that tired feeling. Yeah, yeah. like, that's
0: kind of the thing. Like, that's going to yeah. happen again yeah. and again and again. Yeah. And I just, I I just, I was so disappointed, but really just not trying to be, like, really just super hard on him. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Joe, you're a fool. Uh,
0: Because I didn't even catch it. You're a fool. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, no. But just just trying not to, like, just be hard on him about it, like. But I was really disappointed. Yeah. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, how to navigate this. Because it's like, I don't want him going through life just giving up on shit all the time. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially after he got your hopes up when he told you that if he doesn't make it, he's going to try again next year. Yeah. He was like, oh, damn, I got me a little soldier. Yeah. And then he came back he was like, yo, that shit
0: hard. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he went to one tryout and was like, nah. Damn. And I was like, come on, J. Corey.
1: you me too tired. Come on. Yeah, again, I, I and I told you during that Brad Pod that I I think that because he didn't have an idea of what sports were what track was that he was probably thinking okay like I like to run around yeah like I love running running's full it's great I, sometimes I scream while I do on it on my own it's, terms yeah on my own <laughs> terms exactly but when you add structure like you need to do this run this come back run it again come back run it again nope your time isn't fast enough come over here do this go run these relays go do these stretches suicides now yeah and then he's like oh oh nah I thought we were just running around out
0: here like I thought yeah I just thought had, you know a you know, couple couple laps around the track yeah right?
1: like he had no concept of what was it's not like he watched. You know, I mean, anybody, yeah. he de- like he don't know who Usain Bolt is. Like yeah. he didn't watch anyone. Like he doesn't watch the Olympics.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, I might, I'm might i going to sound like an old ass nigga when I say this, but it's just like, I'm thinking about how, you know, me, you, everybody was out hooping, playing, you know, throwback tackle, <laughs> all that stuff back in the day. And I just really started thinking like, Man, these kids don't know shit about getting out here and being active, bro. It's just a different day. It's a different day and age. Things things are just different. Everything, dog. I just I was so disappointed, but I mean, I'm I'm getting over it. I just really I just really wanted that for him. I really wanted that for him. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at some point, like if you start to see a trend, Mm. then you'll have to be like, hey. Yeah, hey man, listen, yeah, yeah. we are not now. Hold on,
0: you, we ain't gonna just keep starting. Yeah, things. like yeah, like
1: everything that just make us tired, we can't just stop. Like we, <laughs> you gotta press forward sometimes.
0: Yeah. yeah, but you know, it's all good. He's still a good kid. I still love him to death. He knows yeah.
1: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, and, yeah, and that does that does have to happen because the, I think that there's so many things in life, a lot of the great things in life, probably like exercising. If if you don't know what it is and this is this is a lot of getting people to do things like things sort of have to be seamlessly woven into the tapestry of one's life as Mm -hmm. they get older and so healthy foods are like that if you if i just feed you honey buns and coca-cola up until the point where you 13 14 years old and then i'm like i think you need to start eating some broccoli and say what the fuck are you talking about nigga broccoli yeah no no, absolutely not. Like, could you imagine what that would taste like if you just had trash food? Like, you'd be like, I'm never yeah, eating. There's no
0: sweetness. There's no I'll, sugar in it. I'll right. never eat it. Ever. No,
1: mom. Never. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's so. this is a trend. that This is a habit you've built. Yeah. Exercise, uh, you know, I like and I talk to people about trying to. Break out of certain ways of thinking Like my dad talked about With busting loose from the money game The Mm -hmm. little fragile eggs that we have Mm Our little fragile belief systems The narratives that we tell ourselves And how those need to be torn to shreds So we can start anew I have these conversations with people Every now and again Because it's always interesting What people feel like they can't leave behind Or what they feel like is impossible For them to just walk away from And start anew on I like finding those things in people It's interesting Some people feel like You know, they can't walk away from maybe like a substance. Some people feel like it's family members that they can't walk away from. Even if family members treat them like complete dog shit and Mm -hmm. don't do anything to support them. It's like, but it's family. Okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's like, it's interesting pointing that out in in people's lives. But something that I always use as, as sort of an analogy is there are so many things in life like the gym where if someone never worked out in their life. And they just decided they were going to peak in the gym Mm -hmm. and they just saw tons of people running around, running fast, pushing a bunch of heavy ass weight, whipping ropes around, climbing ropes, pulling cables, panting, sweating, face red, people doubled over just that sort of energy. You'd be like, why would I want to be a part of this? Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. Like that doesn't look palatable. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look alluring to me. That that doesn't look cool. Right. Like I'd much rather I can go sit down. Yeah. I can go sit down somewhere and like Netflix is a thing. Like I can not exhaust my energy. Right. I can go do that. Mm -hmm. And so I think you know to some degree, Jacory was looking at was like, oh, I like to run around, but he didn't see all that sort of stuff. But anyway, unless you know what it's like. To do that thing, to be that person, Mm -hmm. it looks wild from the outside, but all those people feel amazing inside. Yeah. And you have no idea. You have no idea that over there, it feels great. Mm -hmm. It may not necessarily look it, but it feels amazing. Yeah. And I I just, I I think that that's, I think that's a whole lot of the reason why people just don't kind of do things yeah you have no idea what you don't know absolutely so you're just like well yeah there's no reason for me to go over there like I don't I don't I, I don't know how how good can it really feel you kind of feel like there's a I don't know like some sort of I mean some sort of lying some sort of deceit going on like people are just making it up like how good can it really feel yeah. like like honestly like I like I've been pretty drunk I've done some cocaine like how good can that <laughs> how good can that feel you know what I, mean, I mean honestly
0: I don't I'm not consistent with the gym at all, Uh, but leaving the gym after a workout is a great feeling. Every time. Every time you walk out of there, you just feel so accomplished. So accomplished.
1: Um, Now, I sort of spoke on the advantages that we had growing up, and it's because we grew up in an age where... I mean, we didn't have a bunch of technology at home. Not really. I mean, again, we we were still part of the people going up and knocking on doors,
0: remembering mm-hmm. people's phone numbers, all this sort of stuff. Bro, I had a PlayStation, but I wasn't even like back in the day. You weren't pressed, though. No. Well, no. The thing is, is. My parents raised me in a way that I wouldn't be pressed. I was not allowed to play video games during the week. Oh right, right, right. I could yeah. only play video games.
1: Do you remember that? Yeah, I think I had that too. It, it, I don't know if it was strict just during the week. Uh, it may, yeah, but there were definitely restrictions around it yeah. for certain.
0: Like it, I couldn't
1: just power it up whenever I felt like. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't I, happening. I
0: could only play video games on the weekend. Yeah, and and it. I don't know that it would have. If I could play video games during the week, I don't know that it would have just kept me inside, you know, just in the room playing Madden all day long. Yeah. I would have probably still went outside because mm. that's what my friends do. Yeah. But I was raised in a certain way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so this
1: book that Malcolm Gladwell wrote is mm-hmm. so the first one I'm reading right now is called Outliers. Okay. And an Outliers, I mean, it's kind of just what it sounds like. It's just it's someone or something. That is on the outskirts, on the outside of everything else, meaning you're exemplary in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. Right? You could be, you know, an outlier in a terrible way, like you could be fucking Genghis Khan who killed like 60 million people, or or like a Ted Bundy, he's an outlier in a sense, or you could be like a LeBron James mm-hmm. or a Bill Gates or mm-hmm. Steve Jobs, right? But just people that just seem to just do things differently. Mm-hmm. And people have always been trying to tap into why. Like what made this person this person, and we have this overinflated sense of things just being talent, and plus hard work, mm-hmm. and it's not to say he he's such an observer, and I and I love people like him because he's a keen observer of the world around us. So I love reading his his insights on things, but it's like not to say we can't discount those things. Like they 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 matter, but why, why are they in a position to, to, that they have talent? Why are they in a position to have the time to practice this thing and put in the hard work? Right. So it's like all these different factors slowly start to come in and it just elucidates what really makes successful people in, in, in these outliers in our world. And, you know, where we grow up and when we grow up means so much And we don't think about all the advantages that we have in our life, but I'd like to take a second to like get into this a little bit. Okay. Very first thing he does is he opens up the book with Canadian hockey Okay. and how there is a cutoff, uh, which is January 1st for age class for any league. Meaning when you're young, you're nine, 10 years old. If you turn 10, January 1st, 2nd or January, February, March, that's going to mean something astronomical. Okay. Most of the people that play hockey, we can look up these statistics, there's a very large percentage of them that are born between the months of January and March. Really? It trickles down to like April and May. But it gets further and further further and further down the the year, the calendar year, it gets less and less. Why would that be the case? Yes. Got nothing to fucking do with astrology. Okay. If you're 10 years old at the beginning of the year, or closer to the beginning of the year, at that age, you are bigger, normally, stronger, faster, probably smarter to some degree. Than someone born in September, October, November, December. You've been on this planet for maybe a full 12, 11 months, 10 months, nine months, more than some of the people that you're playing with. Mm-hmm. And at that age, that's huge. Mm-hmm. So then these people that are picking these little stars, they believe that they found a star. Like, I found someone that's really like exemplary at this game. Mm-hmm. Really, you just found someone that's older than the rest of the nine year olds mm-hmm. that they're playing against. Mm-hmm. And then once that happens, there's this there's this thing that I think it was like a sociologist uh, coin, but it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, meaning you start off with something false. In this case, it would be this kid is a star. Mm-hmm. They're maybe just slightly better, but they're also a bit older than the other ones. So it's a it's a false statement to say they're a star. So you start off with a false idea. This person's a star. Then you allocate all the resources to this thing or person and then it makes the thing that you said false come true. Mm, and okay. then you tell yourself later on, I always told you he was a star. <laughs> you found someone that was bigger and older than the rest of the kids that they're they're playing with. And You allocated your resources to them. You gave them special attention. And because you gave that to them, they are now able to play more than the other ones, meaning they're getting more hours and more gameplay and more experience. Gotcha. So then so then they slowly start to drift away from the pack Mm -hmm. and become much, much better at whatever it is we're talking about. Right. And so that's how a lot of these people become outliers. That's why there's so many people in the game of hockey that have birth dates between January, March. It's crazy. Yeah, it is,
0: and it also happens in school systems. You go, to, you go to school. That's a, when you started talking about that. That's exactly what I thought of. So you go to school. I'm
1: in the class. You may have been in the class with someone that was like kind of older than you. Like they, they seemed like they were maybe a bit more mature than you or something like that. They're, they're older. Mm-hmm. They may be taller, bigger, whatever the case is. And they've also had however many more months on this planet than you have. It could be eight months, nine months, 10 months. More time on this planet at a young age, that means a lot. Mm -hmm. You're absorbing information at such a rate. So now this kid, we found ourselves, this is a talented kid. Mm -hmm. This is a gifted kid. Let's put him in the gifted and talented. Let's put him in in a gifted and talented program. GT. So now... This kid is in a gifted and talented program. They're in a position where they're gaining more experience, more knowledge, allocated resources for, right. and then they slowly start to leave the pack. Mm-hmm. Told you that kid was gifted. I knew he was talented. Mm-hmm. You made him that. <laughs> Not to say that there wasn't talent or something to begin with, but yeah. you gave him that. So in a sense, we're leaving people behind. And what he sort of recommends is maybe we just start breaking things down into three, four, like you, you start putting people that are closer in age Mm -hmm. in their own sort of classes together and things Mm -hmm. like that. Like that might probably mitigate a lot of this separatism. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I found that to be extremely, extremely interesting and it just, and they just can, he just continues to go down the list of all these other reasons that we don't think about people being successful. Like, um, like a Bill Joy, who was a uh, Silicon Valley tycoon, mm-hmm. Bill Gates, um, Steve Jobs. Elon? Uh, I think, yeah, I think Elon as well. All these people were born between uh, 1953 and 1957. Mm. And, and a lot of people like them too. Now, that matters. Okay. It was a good time to be born yeah. and be interested in computers. Yeah. I think seventeen out of the top seventy-five wealthiest people that have ever lived, seventeen of them, are from the United States of America, mm-hmm. and were all born in a single generation. Oh. why was that the case? The mm. the Andrew Carnegies, the the Rockefellers, the mm. J.P. Morgans. Why? Like what was going on? That was when the economy ch- shifted. Mm-hmm. Steel. Oil, motors, engines, like things shifted in the economy and never turned back. That's when Mm -hmm. America became America. Mm -hmm. And people were the right age. If you were born 10 years before that, you would have missed it. Mm -hmm. If you were born 10 years after that, you would have missed it. These people were born at the right time. Right to be right right place, right time. And Keep in mind that's not to say that there wasn't business savvy and there wasn't you know a visionary mind that they had. Like they had to put that in place and take seize the moment, but they were born at the right place, right time. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs and all of them. I, I, I put those dates there for a reason. You know the the when they were born, their birth dates, because they were all placed in these positions where people didn't have computers on mass scale back then. Right. If you had computers that you were in a very wealthy place. Yeah. Yeah. And they just happened to be in these places where there was like a computer around Mm -hmm. at a college campus or something like that. And they were interested. And then they would get into some program that would allow them to sit around and do coding or networking and all this sort of stuff for hours and hours on end. And they would just sit there and do that. And, And then they get an internship that paid them to sit around and do that. And they would just get their 10,000 hours. This is exactly where Brad was talking about the Beatles. Mm -hmm. The Beatles. There were no rock and roll, rock and roll lounges back then. So they ended up playing at a strip club. Wow. And this strip club had so many different types of people coming to see people strip. They had to learn so many different types of songs. And they had to play like five, six, seven nights out the week. Damn. Five to eight hours a night. Damn. And they did that for like two years. They played like 270 of them nights. They were on stage over 1,200 times before they ever became the Beatles. That's crazy. People that perform... Big time that we know of today don't have 1,200 shows their entire career. Right. They did that before they became the Beatles. So when people were trying to figure out why does does this band sound like something else? Yeah. Why are they so damn good?
0: They've They've been in sync for a long time. They've just been sitting there playing music
1: in a basement six days out the week, eight hours every day. That's why. Right. That's why. And so it's it's interesting looking at these people placed in these positions, and you you just start to think about, about advantages differently. Mm-hmm. You just think about advantages differently. Um, what else did they talk about? They talked about about oh, about uh well, I think it was Scott Irish's coming over from yeah, coming over to America, I believe, in the late 1850s or so. 18, 1800s for sure. And how they had, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jew, Yeah, Jewish people came over in the late, that were coming over to New York in the late 1800s. They had had certain skill sets. Mm-hmm. They were tradesmen, tradespeople. They were weavers. Mm-hmm. They worked with fabrics. There were guys, there were people that, and this this sort of thing just always blows my mind. I love it. There were people that can touch a piece of fabric and tell you the thread count on it and tell you where the material came from. Damn. That's crazy. That is. You have to have been working with thread for a very long time. Yes. And all these people came and occupied a lot of New York and they bought sewing machines and they started sewing things together all day long all day long 5am to 9pm sewing 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 out on the streets selling 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 and it is because they spent so much time doing this where they were before and it wasn't like that in new york there wasn't they didn't have these fabrics like this mm-hmm. like being peddled like this yeah and then they came here and there was opportunity and they fucking hit the jackpot on this opportunity in the next generation. They're also master tradesmen, trades people, whatever, probably people working a loom or a sewing machine, yeah. you know, yeah, doing you pass, this fabric, pass those
0: skills down. And then the next generation, doctors and lawyers. How did we get, how did, exactly, how did we jump to that?
1: Because of, because of an accumulative advantage. Mm-hmm through time there are there's an uh, accumulation of advantages that allow the next person okay to
0: do I something. see what you're saying I see what you're saying
1: exactly that gives further opportunities. right right
0: right right right
1: right like like a huge predictor in, in, in kids is if you you speak to your kids and you try to instill in them something that people give a false or a negative connotation which is some sort of entitlement. They need to feel entitled to their autonomy, that they can walk this earth and feel comfortable as if they deserve to be here as much as anyone else mm-hmm. and that they can engage with other people and most importantly, engage with adults okay. in an inquisitive way. If they feel like someone's wrong on something, like pointing it out or asking them questions, if they don't understand something like that is extremely important. And if and they need to be able to challenge you in conversation and start to think for themselves. Like that's a that's a huge predictor of success later on. Okay. Like there's so so there's so many of these advantages that people have in their lives and they never think about them at all. I was thinking about the fact that I've worked on average three days out of the week for that's the love. past eight, nine years of my life. That's love. Do you know how much time I had for myself doing that? A lot. That sort of time to sit around and think about things and ponder things and do all this self-care and work and existential excavation and all this sort of shit. And so to some degree, you start to peel back the layers and think back and you're like, is Earl Earl because he's Earl or is Earl Earl because... Everything that has ever happened that has put him in this position. It's like you just go back and you think of everything. You were talking about running around outside, just us being us. I was a part of a camp, which we talked about with my dad mm-hmm. that he didn't want me to go to, but my aunt sent me anyway. Yeah. I think that camp was invaluable. Going to a camp, knowing that I was going to have to fend for myself, meaning I don't have mom and dad to to come and cry to about anything. You're right. I just had to be amongst peers. Mm-hmm. And figure out social situations and learn how to interact with other people my age and figure out what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. Yeah. And you 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 gain this this practical intelligence about what's applicable in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like that is a certain type of intelligence that a lot of people miss out on. Right. And so like that's that's a huge advantage. Like there, there are all these different things that had to come into place. The Great Depression was a a huge one for a lot of people. The Great Depression did the same thing in some ways that the quarantine did for us. A lot of people came out of the the Great Depression, like people came out of quarantine, head fucked up, Mm -hmm. finances fucked up, families fucked up, all sorts of stuff. A lot of people came out of the depression as well as the quarantine. New business started. Mm -hmm. New artistic, creative endeavor started new insight on who they are and who they're trying to be and how they're fitting to navigate this world like it, it like these types of things <clears throat> are extremely imperative and have to be taken into account.
0: Do you think post pandemic or maybe going into like a, a new renaissance of sorts? Oh uh... It, yeah, it's hard to tell a, a new a new renaissance. Yeah, just you know, just the, the the creativity is just out there. New things popping off, things we've never seen before. Hmm. You think anything like that will come?
1: Um, a new renaissance, I guess you could say that in some way, because all these things I'm talking about, they're always happening. That's mm. the, that's the thing, mm-hmm. is that it's not just you know the, the technological boom for Bill Joy and, and Bill Gates and and elon musk it's like we all these things are constantly happening all the time it's just are we noticing them or are we getting in on them
0: are the stars aligning
1: you know like are we getting in on like some people feel this way about cryptocurrency right now mm-hmm. they're like shit, like y'all are y'all still y'all still sleeping on crypto <laughs> like y'all we gonna look the back NFTs. in 20 years and we gonna we gonna see right so it's there's a lot of things like that. I mean, podcasting is like that to some degree. It was Truly. like a new phenomenon. It was like, "When did you get in? How yeah. did how did you do it?" Yeah. I you know, did you quit early? Like, "Oh, damn. Like, who knows if you would have continued that for another few years?" Uh, you you could have. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, it it so there is a there's a, a visionary aspect of it. There's an expertise to it. There's a willingness to put in effort mm-hmm. and have you know reciprocal result come out there's a lot of things that go into this but you, you but you do have to be able to spot the advantages in order to take advantage of them
0: i'm thinking about this podcast now and i'm thinking about the whole 10,000 hours concept we are nowhere near that
1: no <laughs> absolutely not wow
0: absolutely not
1: wow we are nowhere near that mm. no although i would like to add i mean How often do you find yourself, because I know the answer for me, do you find yourself having engaging encounters with other human beings for long stints, you know, like long periods of time? Uh, Let's just let's just say 30 minutes or more.
0: Um, To be quite honest, it doesn't come around quite as often. Okay, because that is practice. Yeah. I mean, the only there's only a few people that I, you know, outside of you that I just I have like real conversations with yeah yeah. um because you know as you would say just a lot of talking happening a lot of talking going on people saying a lot of words yeah a lot of words you know coming out of mouths Mm -hmm. but um not a lot of real things coming out of people's mouths though yeah um and yeah so no i i don't have a ton of conversation that's you know like the conversations that we have or the conversations that i have with my with uh antoinette Mm. um i don't yeah it's not a lot of that out there, not you know what I'm saying. And, you know, I, you've said before that you tend to just, you know, you don't, you don't really have these types of conversations with a lot of people just, you know, maybe a lot of people just aren't ready for that. Maybe a lot of people, you know, you just don't feel like it's worth it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But,
1: um, I mean, I, I'm, no, I'm, I've definitely, uh, well, 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 some people just don't want to do that. They just don't want to do that. Right? Some people and don't you can want to do see that. that in them. Some people don't want it, I mean, it, it depends. It manifests itself in so many different ways. Some mm-hmm. people are afraid of, of being any sort of vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people do want that. And they again, as we've talked about before, they just want to be shown that like, you're going to actually listen and mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. And I find that that's really more so what it is. Right. I think that when I have conversations with people, I, I, I think that when I have conversations with people, there is something disarming about my approach to them. I'm not I have ceased to have conversations with the objective being I at the end of this, I want you to think what I think. (laughs) And I think that that's huge. Yeah, because I think most a lot of the time. Those are yeah, people. People are just
0: trying to get you to agree with them, like make you understand what I'm saying. Confirm my bias. Yeah.
1: Or whatever it is I'm thinking about. And, when, and for whatever reasons I think about that thing, say yes to Did it. Did you
0: not just hear what I said? You're not, you're, 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 you're giving me pushback. Like, yeah. You're not, we're not we're not coming to an agreement here. Not all conversations come to an agreement.
1: No, the, the you <laughs> you've said something interesting recently, which is that you felt like you're getting better at listening. Yeah. You said that recently. Yeah. And I damn sure know that I am. And there is something beautiful about egoless listening. Mm -hmm. Like just just breathing, posturing yourself in the best possible way to make sure that you're going to take in and absorb whatever it is someone's saying. You're focused. And there's nothing that you're going to say that's going to that's going to chip away at my ego or make me upset or you make me feel lesser than like, I'm just taking in whatever's coming in from that side. Like mm-hmm. it's just like, the, the, like my ego is not in the, in the race at all. Mm-hmm. Like I, it does, it doesn't need to be. And that's the best way to absorb information. And I'll, you know, I'll tell you about that. I heard Malcolm Gladwell having a conversation, um, and funny enough, it was with Joe Rogan. And I, what's interesting to me about it is people don't ask Joe Rogan questions a lot. Really? Why, why is that? Right? Like, he's, he's about to be at like 2,000 episodes, but they don't really ask him a lot of questions. And I, I was trying to get down to that with another friend. Is it because he is the person do, conducting the interview? So that's so that's a way of looking at it, right? Is one, we're thinking interview. Ah. Oh. Right, so maybe someone thinks that, like, that's the format. Like, that's what it's supposed to be. Like, this is new. Whatever it is that's going on in this format of conversation is new to them, and they still have their mind stuck in the box of interview. Mm -hmm. Because that's mostly what they've seen on TV growing up. Like, you ask the questions, I'm going to answer the questions to the best of my abilities, and we're going to keep it moving. When you go into interviews... Now, again, this, this, this could... Easily be a me thing. So we're gonna get into this. When you go into interviews, are you just answering the questions
0: that no. the person is asking you? Hell no. I go into interviews. I try to be, you know, as charismatic as possible. You know what I'm saying? I want them to see my personality. I don't want to just be some guy sitting across the table to you, uh, sitting across the table from you. You know, just telling you what I think my best attributes are. You yeah. yeah. Like, I want to have a conversation with you. Ooh, yeah. Wow. You know, this that's what an interview should be. If you get interviewed by someone that just wants to ask you 15 questions off of a sheet of paper, it's probably not a good job it's probably not
1: somewhere you want to work. Yeah, right, <laughs> because as far as I'm concerned, like I'm also interviewing you. Like I'm also trying yeah. to make sure that me, I want to work there.
0: Show me that this is a place that I want to work. Right. So Absolutely.
1: so so we're going to we're going to interchange ideas here. Yeah. We're going to we're going to talk. We're going to mm. we're going to figure things out, but we're going to but it's going to be a a a firm collaborative effort here mm-hmm. between us. Mm-hmm. And I think that again, it goes to these stories that we tell ourselves about people and things that like are kind of inappropriate things you, you shouldn't be doing or should be doing. But I just look; people are just people. Mm-hmm. So when I go out to a restaurant, it's not I'm the guest and you're the server; you're the waiter; you're the host. You're, no, you're you. Mm-hmm. You're whoever your name tag says that you are today, <laughs> and I'm just gonna talk to that person. Yeah. Like so, if, if wherever I'm at, I'm talking to
0: the person right i'm not talking to whatever the fuck your title is or whatever like i'm talking to you i never call like servers or waitresses or waiters by their name
1: oh yeah every time i go hey i'm earl what's your name yeah like yeah like, what, what, like what's like, your name I, and we start it. and we start talking I get it. I get it, it, <laughs> it, trust me it makes the experience 10 times better yeah because you also want to listen you want your food to come out correctly you want them to like you because oh, that, they, because they that, like me, because that means that your service is going to be much better. You want them to like you. You you really, really do that. People will go above and beyond for you in customer service if they like you. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So we so even if it was in if it, if it wasn't just out of sheer genuineness and altruism and you just wanted to get the best. From the experience, like it was just selfish. Mm. You would still behave in the best way, yeah. Right. Either way, you would still behave that way because it would it would garner the best result for you. Yeah.
0: You want you want to serve me at a restaurant. I am a great tipper and I am a really enjoyable person. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, What I'm saying,
1: like I'm a pleasant person. Yeah. Like we're gonna have fun. Yeah. So so uh, so again, I'm just I'm having conversations with real people in real time, and I was listening. To Malcolm Gladwell, talk to him. And I love the way this guy was interacting with him. There's something, and this is gonna sound so simple. There's something so undeniably attractive and novel about someone that asks other people questions about their experience on this planet. Okay. It sounds simple it's not happening yeah not everybody's experiences are the same either well so. well yeah so so my so my thing is sometimes you need certain words right cuz words are symbols you put them together make sentences and then you put them together with some more and then they're like concepts and they help you wrap your mind around certain ideas mm-hmm. and so I've come on here and done this plenty of times. This is the way that I, I kind of look at things. We we're born and from age one day to, I don't know, roughly nine, 10 years old. We're extremely curious beings. Yeah. Like we just want to know. We want to know. We want to see. We want to touch. We want to smell. We want to taste. It's so exciting. Yeah. And there's no fear. Right. And and you would say why? Because maybe it's the first time? Yeah, a lot of things are going to be the first time in your first 10. Okay. Stick with me on this idea. It's the first time. So you're excited about it. Imagine if you were able to unlock some bit of your consciousness, some bit of your awareness with this next idea being the key to it. Everything that's happening, every moment of every day, is the first and only time it will ever happen. Every single time another second goes by while we're all here, mm-hmm. it's the very first time this has happened. And will
0: ever happen? Is that because, like, every second is a new second that's never been experienced before?
1: Yes. Okay, I get what you You've never been here doing this right
0: now. I've never. I've never been here doing this right now. I've We've, never done a pod. This is my first time ever doing a podcast on March eleventh, twenty twenty two. At this time,
1: <laughs> this <laughs> the, like this this moment that we're having right now will it has never been experienced by any other human being that has ever existed. Mm-hmm. Or that will ever exist Mm -hmm. or by us ever again. Yeah. It is a new thing. Yeah. Every moment is that people just forget that. Yeah. You forget because we have this thing called memory. Mm -hmm. So you're matching all of these moments that you're going through with all of these past moments that you have. So you tell yourself things like, oh, it's just another day another day another dollar oh well, you know <laughs> just trucking along just to keep my head above what like you think that this is the same thing and you're taking life for granted none of this shit has to happen mm-hmm. there's a war going on right now things can get things can change very very quickly absolutely we live underneath this very very thin veil of security like like life is really sweet. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-hmm. Every single moment is its its own unique moment that has never happened or never will ever happen again. Every single time. Every word we say. Every motion. Every bit of consciousness. Every every second we are aware that the lights are turned on in our minds mm-hmm. is the very first time this ever happened. But, but we forget about it. And so people aren't excited.
0: Like I'm excited about life for that reason. Well, you said recently. Um, now this isn't verbatim, but you said recently how you kind of just live like with within the minute. Yeah, like every minute oh. is just a new minute. Yeah, one thousand
1: percent. Like i like something's happening now, and then the, I mean just just think about the this conversation we've been at, like all the th- different things that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Like those things are over now. We're yeah. talking about this now. Yeah. It seems like that was so long ago. Like, that just took place. Yeah. Like, we just talked about you evicting a lady. But we're not talking about that anymore. Right. It's like we're all locked into a completely different moment. Okay. Okay.
0: Like, this is is what's happening right now. And it's what's weird is, like, I feel like I've thought about this before. You know Mm. what I'm saying? This is not the first time that something, what you're saying has crossed my mind. Uh. But it's not something I think about every day. Yeah it's and it's just like it's almost like life not my life but life can be so generic for some people
1: well and that's the case like there are, there are these moments of clarity where human beings tap into that mm-hmm. for a lot of people it's when you're looking at something grand it could be you're out in the in the country and you're looking up at the sky at night and you see you can barely see black. Mm-hmm. It's nothing but stars, mm-hmm. purples, blues, indigos, violets, all that sort of stuff. And just bright lights in the sky. And you just feel connected. Or you could be at the top of a mountain overlooking miles and miles and you just feel rooted. You feel connected. You could be looking at your, your, your That's how I feel at the beach. At you, it could be you at the beach, feet in the sand or you in the water mm-hmm. and you just hear the waves and the wind. hmm. And and like that does it for you. It could be you looking at your newborn baby. It could be all different sorts of things that make you feel connected. It it could be you in the zone playing basketball or you DJing or Mm -hmm. whatever it is. It's when you lock in to the moment in a way that you don't normally like in the default mode. You don't do that in your life. You're just going through the motions. Mm -hmm. But there are times when we lock in to what's going on. And that's all that matters. That's it, yeah in in this this moment of clarity like, wow, like this is a great feeling mm-hmm. That is you realizing that the moment that you're having is that moment in and of itself. It's not attached to anything else. It's just that moment that you're enjoying okay because you're so immersed in it. You don't know where that moment ends and where you begin. Like you are a part of, <laughs> of that mo. You are that moment, and that moment is you. Yeah, that's that's it. I've but, definitely but, felt that before. But absolutely. But life is that though. If it's so people do not train their yeah. minds to think about these things, or try to carve out practices in their day that would help them get closer yeah. to having more and more of those moments. Life
0: is literally the bigger picture. Yeah. Literally the bigger picture. But, you know, most folks choose to live it just day, day by day. Yeah. Like
1: looking up at the stars could be the exact same thing as as me just looking at this painting or just looking at you having this conversation. Mm -hmm. it's, It's really it's the same exact thing. You don't actually need to see a unicorn fly through the sky with a white knight on its back. And a rainbow in the background like that, <laughs> like you don't have to have all of those things happen for you to tap into the moment in a real transcendent sort of way. Yeah, like it, it doesn't it doesn't really have to happen. But, you know, I'm excited. I saw Malcolm Gladwell and he's asking questions and he's excited. And it really does uh, it really does mind boggle me that people are not interested in other human beings like that people feel like other people are boring or like not worth their time like just, just again let's just keep all this in mind you're over there right now mm-hmm. i've no fucking idea what it's like to be over there <laughs> like i have no I, like i know how deep of a of a human i am like i know the complexities to a large degree of 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 what i have going on on this side where where i occupy consciousness in this world mm-hmm. but you're sitting over there I don't know what it's like to be over there, mm-hmm. but no one in this world does. And no one ever will. Again, you're the only Keon Harris ever. Like you're the only you right. that has ever walked this planet. right? So you're the only one that knows what it's like to truly be you. And the only way that I can try my best to tap into that is if I... Is if I try to ask you the most dynamic questions I possibly can, and and try my and, and set my ego to the side and listen to you speak. That's the only way I'm going to figure out what it's like to be over there.
0: Not enough questions being asked.
1: People don't. It, it's it's fascinating to me that people do not care about what other people have to say. It's so weird to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's so weird. I find people today to be. I love listening to people. I find it to be so enjoyable Mm -hmm. to listen to other people speak about what is going on over there. Yeah. (laughs) Like how they're experiencing things. Like what are the advantages that they've had? What do they feel like the disadvantages have been? What are the disadvantages that are actually advantages? Mm -hmm. You know, those, those times in the, in the story, in the book where a tragedy takes place, but it's not until you flip the next page or it's to to the next chapter or two chapters on where that tragedy comes back in a meaningful way Mm -hmm. and then rises the protagonist in some profound way. Like what, like how, like what
0: is your story? Yeah. I was literally just about to say, I've seen that story like a thousand times. It's, it's our lives.
1: Like we're, we're like, there's so many times where it's constantly like something going on. And it sucks in the moment, maybe, if that's the way you're interacting with it. Mm -hmm. And then you realize later on, like, ooh, I'm really glad that that thing happened. Because if that didn't happen and sucked for those few moments, like, I would have never met so-and-so that became whomever in my life. Mm -hmm. Or I would have never gotten this opportunity that came and allowed me to do this, that, and the third. It's, It's so interesting. But, oh, my God, I love listening to people speak. And I love asking people
0: questions i love listening to people speak yeah i mean it's literally you're literally just not tapping into the pieces of not the pieces of knowledge that are out there you know what i'm saying like you don't know the experience of any other human being ever no no why not tap into that
1: you you are more
0: what you don't know than what you know Mm
1: mm-hmm like that's just that's just that's very easy idea to be able to understand. Yeah, you know, much less than what you don't know. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that. Like we shouldn't have to think too hard yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. So my whole thing is, why wouldn't you want to shut your mouth sometimes uh-huh. and just let li- just sit back and listen? Yeah. I, I swear, people probably think, and people that listen probably, if they if they're around me, in person probably know. I come and I talk on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? And I ask people <laughs> questions, and sometimes I go on these these rants, these tirades, or whatever, because I'm interested and I'm engaged in what's going on. But catch me out just around people. He's my mouth, my mouth is closed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening. I mean, I may ask some questions, and, and again, I, I'll get in on conversations if people are trying to, you know, uh, evoke answers yeah. from me. But I'm, I'm chilling yeah i'm listening to people 1000 percent, 1000 percent. yeah man so uh you know this goes hand in hand with clearly count your blessings i would like for everybody yet again to think about all the things that came together to make your life what it is mm-hmm. and yeah just as deeply as you possibly can because i'm certain there's some things that you are not taking into account
0: I'm certain of it. Absolutely. Certain of it. I'm I'm like, I'm literally sitting here just thinking, thinking about just things that have, you know, I've been through in my past that have set me up for, you know, for the future. Mm -hmm. Like just certain places I've been, certain things that I've done, things that have gone right, things that have gone wrong. And I'm still here. Persevering. We got anything Not left? perfect. No. But, but you know, making it happen. Yeah.
1: Making it happen. We got anything left for the people? What time is it? Oh, yeah, we said we was just going to go ahead and do a quick one. I have to be honest with you. Look, we had like an hour Shit. 30. I'm yeah. not even going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I was thinking about giving them a quick 55 minutes because <laughs> we don't came in late. But, yeah,
0: we, we got to yeah. it, and I like spe- this one a lot. Special nighttime pod. Yeah, this this, this was
1: a good one, though. I did, I did enjoy this. You have some last words for the people? Uh, man...
0: Hey, shout out to a special uh, Florida listener. I see you, big dog. I see you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's my last yeah, words. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. Um. Let's see. What are my last words for the people? Definitely love you guys. Definitely love you guys. Um. I'll say this there was a a couple of people have been asking me how how I've been lately and i've I've had to think about it because I don't like just giving whatever answers I think about what it is I'm about to say and I gave this answer and as I was giving the answer, it like really clicked in my head. but there there was a time in my life where if you had told me, that my life would be as awesome and as meaningful as it is right now. One, I don't think that I would have been able, I, w- I wouldn't have believed you first. And I don't think, I think largely in part because I don't think that I would have been able to comprehend what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like the, my experience that I'm having, I, I, it, it, I don't, it's even, it's hard to conceptualize. It's even hard. It's, it's like, because I'm coming in terms with it every day. It's like weird that it's even an option that I can live in the state that I'm in, to be honest with you. um. So I I could have never comprehended this years ago i could have never comprehended it and i'll even further say i have no idea what my life is going to be like a year from now two years from now like i i'm i have no idea i could i don't think i can just like i couldn't fathom it then i don't think i'm i'm capable of conceptualizing it today i don't think i don't think i'll I'll understand what that's like um but i think it's going to be fucking awesome those are my last words peace peace so one away